is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Chance, Alex, and Damon of the band Brooklane over Zoom video. Alex, Damon, and Chance are all from North Dakota, different areas of Fargo, North Dakota, but we hear about how they all got into music. They were all in different bands at separate times and kind of met each other through the scene. Damon knew Chance growing up a little bit. Alex was in a bunch of different bands. He was actually in a band that Damon wanted to go watch. So he showed up and bought tickets to, to Alex's show from him. They ended up becoming really good friends, which led to them jamming together. And that's how Brooklyn started. We hear about how they wrote a song pretty much in the middle of the night, came running in, Chance and Alex wrote it, came running in, woke up Damon in the middle of the night. He's got to get up early for work or something. And they're like, we wrote this pop punk song. You need to hear it. So they played it for him. And that's how the band really, really got started. The COVID-19 lockdown happened right around the same time as well. So then they had a lot of time together. They're all kind of living together anyway. Uh, and they ended up writing a bunch of songs. One of those first songs, they were able to land onto a Spotify playlist, which then attracted the attention of We Are Triumphant Records, and they got a deal before they had ever even played a show. So we hear about recording those first few songs. They just recorded a new batch, pretty much a whole record in Florida. We hear about that. And their most recent single, Breakaway, and when we chatted with them, they were just hooking up the U-Haul. Like, literally, they were in, in the car hooking up the U-Haul, ready to head out on their first tour. You can watch the interview with Brooke Lane on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it'd be awesome if you follow us there as well. And hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Brook Lane. What's up, man? How are you? There we go. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I think there's uh, somebody, yeah, Chance is here. What's going on? Yo. Can you hear me? What's up? Uh, just getting the uh, trailer loaded for tour. <laughs> Rad. Right on. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are uh, both of you? Not bad, not bad. Good day, man. Very cool. I'm Adam, and I appreciate you uh, both doing this. This uh, podcast is about the both of you, or really the band, and how uh, you all got into music and the journey of, of the band thus far. Awesome, man. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you guys got a big tour coming up, right? Kicking yeah, off like, a couple. We got, right. a, we got a Midwest tour. Uh, mm -hmm. It was with Chief State. Then we got our first headlining national tour coming up on the 15th to August 8th. Yeah, yeah, I saw you. I'm recently moved to Nashville. I saw you guys were playing out here. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Nice. Um, but I'm originally from San Diego, moved here about a year and a half ago. So I know Southern California quite well. <laughs> Not much about the, the South or, or Middle East, any, anything. But, but um, I'm curious to hear about you guys and, and uh, your journey. So North Dakota, is that what I read, uh, saw? Yeah, yeah, born and raised. Both of you. You and Chance? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you grow up together? Uh, pretty close. I've known Chance since uh, I was like 14, so you must have been like 12 or something. Yeah, we, were, we used to skateboard when we were younger. Uh, before we even knew each other about like music or anything, we just kind of 
skated together. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's how I grew up on music, man, with skateboarding. All the old videos had like the best, the best bands in there. Yeah, it's yeah. the grind soundtrack. That was my favorite. That's probably what got me into most of this music. Really? Really? Yep. The video game grind? No, uh, the movie. Oh. The movie. Oh, yeah. I forgot there was that movie that they made. Yeah, it was so good, man. It had like the U's, Billy Talent, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was remembering like just like the old, I'm probably much older than you guys, uh, like the old Toy Machine videos and the Zero videos that had, you know, Danzig and what's going on, man? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody here now? Almost just missing Lucas. He's at work right now. Oh, killer. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember like the old, like having a VHS of the old, like toy machine, welcome to hell and stuff. And like hearing Iron Maiden for the first time and being like, holy shit. Like, this is like blowing my yep. mind. <laughs> so that's cool. Oh, uh, cool. Cool. So tell me uh, about growing up in, in North Dakota. What was it like? Oh man. Empty. Boring. Yeah, it's not. There wasn't much for music here, and we we're all from like different cities that eventually found each other. But it, there, there's not too much going on. But I mean, there's a little bit going on in Fargo, but I think that's about it for the most part, at least nowadays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and did any of you grow up in a musical household at all? I, I did. did. You did? Yeah, I did not. I did. Tell me about that. Oh man, my mom used to play piano in church. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my cool. dad used My dad used to play guitar and everything, and so. I, Growing up, I watched him play acoustic guitar and, and all of his old Western country music, you know, and like, I like, I wanted to give it a try once. So like, I just started playing with around this guitar and I was like, you know what, I'm going to like go in my basement and play for like 12 hours until I get this down. And then I started singing instead. <laughs> oh really <laughs> I you, how, so far with guitar and then I just uh, like, yeah, I'm just going to stick to singing. So how old were you when you started to pick up the guitar? Oh man, it wasn't until like honestly, like probably 15, 16. Okay. But after that, I just like I said, I was kind of shy to sing around people. And then like I ended up joining like choir in school and stuff like that. I kind of broke out of my shell and went that way with it. Just just enjoyed singing a lot more. Mm -hmm. That's cool. What about you, uh, Chance? How did you get into music? My sister used to bring over a bunch of friends, and I had this uh, tiny little guitar that like it was like a first act guitar that I got for okay. Christmas and I never touched it, but they thought it was cool. So they started playing stuff on it. And I thought that it was really like, I, I just, I was hooked. I was like, teach me something. And then they taught me like one or two little things. I learned smoke on the water. Like, you know, I, heard guitar sure. does, I think at first, and then I was just kind of hooked. Um, and I was only nine years old when I started. So I, I was just, wow. I didn't have anybody to impress. I just liked it. So I just mm -hmm. kept doing it. But your sister would play or her friends or how, her friend, like friends would, she didn't play, but like her friends that came over would always play on it. And I was like, every time they came over, I'd have them teach me something new. And I just kind of kept doing that until I actually was old enough to get lessons. That's cool. That's cool that they were supportive of you. And especially right. like, are you, are you, you sound like you're younger than them? Yeah, by like a lot. Yeah. My sister's like six years older than me. So I don't know why they let me hang out with them, but. I was going to say, that's a pretty cool sister to be like, yeah, you can come hang. <laughs> being that much younger and her probably, you know, in a teenage years being like, oh, my kid brother's coming around. And then yeah. her friend's actually showing you how to play. That's rad. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. That's awesome. What about you, Damien? How did you uh, get into music? Uh, I've always liked music. Uh, I always wanted to play guitar. And then I met a friend. Uh, his name was Ricky. Uh, he moved to 
the small town North Dakota from New Jersey, and he would just shred a guitar. When I seen him play, I was like, man, I, I got to learn how to play that. And then uh, he showed me how to read tabs, and I just kind of, from then on, I just uh, started learning to play all my favorite songs, and then uh, that's pretty much how it went. Well, so all, all three of you started off on guitar. That's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. And uh, from there, were you in bands or anything? Like, uh, Damon, how did that kind of move forward? I didn't, I moved home from Texas when I was 20 and that's when I decided I wanted to write music and be in a band. And that's what kind of actually led me back to Chance because after like we grew up, he lived in Valley City, I lived in Texas and stuff because my dad's from Texas. And then uh, when that happened, I started a band when I got back home and I was like, oh man, we need a guitar player. And uh, we found some uh, 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 dude named Channing. He was pretty cool and he happened to know Chance. And then I remembered uh, uh, seeing some of the chance of stuff on the internet internet of him playing and then we uh, all met up one day and it's kind of been like that ever since like one thing of the next uh me and chance hung out started this small band and we met alex later on and after that it's been consistent for like eight years now wow so you moved to texas to, like, what year like how old are you when you moved to texas i moved to texas let's see 2012 i think for a couple years 2011 or 2012 and then i was Were there you out of high years. school or no yeah my dad's from yeah i was out of high school my dad's from texas so i've been going back and forth between texas so many times but when i moved up from north dakota for good is kind of when all this happened Oh, cool. And were you all like in bands separate and that's how you met like through the scene or like uh i mean it yeah. sounds like you all grew up oh, in yeah. different cities or towns i guess yep absolutely so at what point or were all of you, your bands playing with each other or what was like kind of the, the connecting it was kind point? Of a, kind of a like different time periods. Actually, like I was in an easy core band when I first met these guys and we were playing a show at our local venue and he had just, Damon had just moved up from Texas mm -hmm. and uh, he had kind of heard our band and like listened to it and he wanted to come get tickets and we were practicing that day in our practice space and he ended up showing up with like another one of his friends that introduced him to our band. And he came over and picked up some tickets from us. And then ever since then, we came like best friends. He ended up moving in the same house as me. Yeah. And then, then he knew Chance. So, like, he's like, dude, I know a really good guitar player. I was like, no shit. I was like, because I wanted to start something, you know, like, more serious at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, he brought Chance over. And, like, Chance played for, like, five minutes. I was like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, we kind of just, ever since then, just tried, like, different projects. But, like, different, like, things in life just kind of kept hitting. And it just wasn't, like, the right time. Mm -hmm. and uh finally you know we got a little bit older and settled down a little bit and everybody just you know put their nose to the grindstone and got everything done and like we're just like, okay let's do this let's let's do it full time let's go so that's what we're doing we just hooked yeah. up the trailer to go on tour right now baby yeah that's why like what was was it just like let's do that like uh was there a moment or like a validation or was it just like let's do this like there or like you oh, know what i mean like to move yeah. forward it was just like let's do this we, like we live in the same house chance pretty much just lived in our house too because he was there all the time just making music with us and stuff so yeah we just would sit and record because chance is like the the go-to guy for our recording and stuff like that and um we just sit there and make songs man that's all we did all day long just make songs and yeah, all day, every day. Really, it was it was pretty nuts. It was a fun time, though. Did you all like? Uh, did anyone go to school for music, or like go to uh, you know try to no. pursue it in no, you know? No, I almost regular did, working. Yeah. I just I don't, I don't know. I I was gonna, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing to go to school, but it just wouldn't have been for me after like mm -hmm. kind of looking back. 
Sure. I'm better off learning things online. And I've actually met a lot of people on, on like, believe it or not, Facebook, just from even Cole in the background, uh, if he's still there. <laughs> I mean, he, I actually met like, him online. You did a lot of like Nail the Mixes and stuff like that too. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a program called Nail the Mix. Um, and it's, it's really cool. They, those guys, some of the best producers ever teach you like how they do their mixing and kind of teach you to think out of the box and, and uh, that kind of thing. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's better to me than, than the schooling because like you can, it's more like you can just ask them be like, Hey, I have a question. Um, and they don't make you feel silly or anything like that. They'll like just straight up be like, no, that's a great question. Here you go. Because we're all paying to be there. So I don't know. It's, yeah, so it's, you're essentially paying to be at this. It's a m- more like just like a master class, it sounds like. Kind of, yeah. That's um, cool. I mean, I've I've interviewed a bunch of artists, and, and some have went to like Berkeley, and they're like, I learned more just going on YouTube and <laughs> learning how to produce. Right. Or they'd be going to Berkeley, and at the time, uh, like learning production and all that wasn't quite there yet, you know? Uh, and then it was like, well, then I went on my computer and on YouTube learned all this stuff and then just dropped out because it was, you know, I was learning what I wanted to do essentially for free from other people. Yeah. That's what, what would have ended up happening to me. I just could tell, I was like, you know what, I'm going to end up dropping out because I like to learn things on my own time and in my own way. So right. I can't follow someone else's program for me. I have to do it myself. Like, Sure. What were any, so it sounds like Alex, like your band was doing things like you were playing enough to, to get Damon to be like, Oh, I like your band. I want to come buy tickets. But was that, was anyone else like had any of you toured prior or was it just this band that kind of came together and were you all realized like, this is actually something that's really cool and working. We, uh, Alex was actually helping write uh, music for mine and chances, easy core band that we were going to do. And that's kind of like how a lot of that started. I was actually sleeping. I like work or some shit the next day. <laughs> and they come and they come and wake me up at like in the middle of the night. And they're like, God, you got to hear this song. Him and Chance have been writing all fucking night when I was sleeping. They're like, you got to hear this song. We're quitting our old bands. We're starting a pop up band, blah, 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 blah. I was like, what? <laughs> and I go out there and they play this song. And I was like, this is fucking, this is amazing. This is so good. It was like old Mayday Parade. But it was, yeah, it was awesome. And at that moment, we're like, hey. We all stopped what we were doing, and then we've been focusing on this pretty much ever since. And no, the world never hear that song because Alex hates it. So it's I, I, so, yeah, oh, it's not it's out. Still a great That's, song. No, it'll never be released. And it's oh, sorry, only we. Yeah, it. you'll never hear it. Yeah, That's funny. Because I was listening to your new song, and then I went back and and listened to your the other stuff you had put out, and I was like really impressed. I was like, damn, like this sounds like like really good like pop punk you know up there with all those bands that i loved growing up coming out of you know like you said mayday parade or like you know brand new or taking back sunday that type of stuff like has but more of like the pop 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 punk oriented realm of that's the those bands and i'm like shit like this sounds like you should have been on warp tour like in 2010 <laughs> or like oh, and it would fit right in i mean not that you don't now because that whole scene is like so you know, like reemerging, which is rad for me to see. But um, yeah, it's such, it's such a cool sound. And it sounds like you guys have been, it, I would have never guessed that it was just like, oh, we should start writing pop punk. Like to me, it yeah. was like, damn. It was kind of you an know, accident. Well, yeah. before this too, like, I'm, I mean, I was all in like death core bands and stuff, you know? So it's like uh, my, 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 my bread and butter is pop punk. Like I, I grew up 
listening to like MXPX and like, you know, all those older like pop punk bands and stuff like that. I just that, I fell in love with it, you know, but then mm-hmm. I ended up going more of the deathcore route. And, what, and I, do, I was, I, we toured a little bit with our, with our metal band and stuff. It wasn't like anything huge. We go on like maybe like a week or two long tours and go home, you know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, this is like where my love is, you know, pop punk has always been my number one, but I just, it's hard. Like I said, around here in North Dakota to find members to want to do that. It's hard for pop punk, man. It's like, it's, it seems like it's easier for metal and stuff like that. But usually those guys are already in like four or five different bands. Uh-huh. You know, so. Wow. But these guys, we're all friends too. So it's like, it, it, it makes it so much easier, you know, to do this and have fun with it, you know, and like, I don't know, it's almost like a breath, brethren, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. Cause your voice, man, like I would have never guessed you were in a metal band. Like just yeah. hearing you sing, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. like, it sounds yeah. like you've been singing pop punk your entire life. Oh dude. Yeah. That's what I, I grew up. Like I said, that was my first thing. Like I always loved pop punk, but just, I, just like, like the hooks and like you guys write it like i said it i'm like damn like this is really like i most times i'll check out a band i'm like oh yeah this is kind of cool and i'm like holy shit like these guys are like awesome i was yeah and you guys uh did you put out a record was the first stuff you put out in 2020 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that and just a deluxe version of that and then our uh, latest single break label yeah that's it but I mean, like, so the band forms, what was quarantine and all that going on when the, when you guys that's started we, to play? That's when we really started to kick things up. Yeah. It was like, you're like, you know what? Now would be a time when I mean, the, the pandemic sucked. But it, at the same time, it was like, man, this is like really a time where we should be buckling down because like now everybody's at home. Like they, there's nothing to do but listen to music and, you know, watch TV. So we really kicked it in with like promoting and like, coming up with new stuff songs we had a song with uh jason lancaster on one of them from mayday parade that was that was sick mm-hmm. uh, that he he was willing to do that and uh it just like kind of everything just fell together during that time too and we just put out as much as we could and promoted as much as we could and it, 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 we did see a lot of good things come from that so. yeah was that like like for example how'd you get him on the record was it just reaching out so yeah he ended up he ended up getting signed to the label that we were on his solo project his solo yeah. project oh, okay we're talking through the label and then he they ended up you know yeah. scoring it so he he did it for us it was awesome and how do you i mean to get signed like this sounds like it's happened so quickly i mean well i guess we're in 2022 now but like still like to the quarantine happens is like okay this is a cool like a cool thing we should just push it like had you even played a show before we didn't quarantine? even play a show before we got signed. Yeah, we had one. Oh, we were gonna even play before shows and uh, quarantine happened, so we're like, "Oh, I guess we're not playing shows." Yeah. As soon yeah. as we were ready to play shows, uh, you know, the COVID swept the world. And we're like, "All right, well, I guess we're working on songs again." Yeah. Well, how does okay. We Are Triumphant find you? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Chance, the, I didn't mean to cut that you. That was off. it. I was just after eight years. It's like we're ready to play a show, and then COVID's like, "No, you're not." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. back to the garage yeah, we could never get out of there man it was like as soon yeah. as we'd be like ready to do something something stupid would come up like come on you know it's like and then that yeah. happened like that sucked but how do you get the deal like did you put a song out like what was the first thing that you did like put one, uh, one song up it. online and see what would it what it do uh, you know what would, what yeah it would do we, uh, can't we speak today apparently couple, but we didn't know what we were doing like uh to like the curators on like spotify because like what i did before as we just put them on there as quick as you can release it and just let us know what's released but then we learned that like uh 
when you pitch songs or whatever, give you a chance to put them on the Spotify editorial playlist. And we didn't know that. But when we found that out, I was like, ah, we'll give it a shot. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Then I woke up like the next morning. I was like, your song's been added to uh, Pop Punk's Not Dead playlist or whatever. And I was like, what's that? And I clicked it and it was like the cover neck deep. And it said it had like 400,000 like listeners. I was like, what is Dude, this? I play that. I play that playlist all the time. <laughs> yeah, so I had funny. no idea. This is awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah, that's crazy. That's such a big one to be on. Yeah, it was cool. It was uh it was a good run. And uh after they signed us, we put out that whole EP and then we actually got to be the cover of All New Punk for a while, which is pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was pop punk. Yeah. It was a pretty good few months for sure. Was that's up? killer. Weren't we the cover for I thought we were the cover for Pop Punk's Not Dead? Oh, I was all new punk. Was it? It was still yeah. a big playlist though. So that was really Yeah, cool. it was big. It was it was cool. Yeah, I mean, you guys are on the covered, uh, covered in punk playlist still for uh, the oh, BTS yeah, the, cover. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is uh, like I, that's crazy because I was I listened, <laughs> I was listening to that playlist like literally like three weeks ago. So I'm sure I heard that version of the song and didn't even realize it was you because oh, I yeah. heard uh, my friend plays in the band with confidence and like. Oh, I didn't cool. realize that he did. They did drops of Jupiter, so I was like, "Oh, that's funny." I was just do it, and then it like took me to uh, the playlist, that playlist. So I was like, "Oh, okay, let's start this off." And I was just listening to it, and I ran through the whole playlist, so just driving around. And I guarantee, I know I heard that song. That's so crazy that it was. Oh yeah, you guys. it's on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's dope. Okay, so you land this this slot there, and that must have changed a lot for you guys, as far as like streams and everything else went. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, a huge difference. Yeah, like shot up. Yeah, it was cool. Like, it was fun to see that. Like, and then then it became like an addiction, dude. Then I was yeah. just like, how do we get playlists we next? Let's yeah. get like, let's go. Let's you know, it just it was fun. It's still fun. Yeah, it's I love it. It's pretty rad, man. Yeah, and so how does that attract the attention of We Are Triumphant then? The, yeah, the, the, the success of the spot. Yeah, and our spotted us or, on the list. Thought we had more for that. What's that? Didn't we have their attention before we got playlisted, or was that when they noticed us? I don't know. I just remember getting a, a, a message. Yeah. On, I think yeah. it was on Facebook from Nico, and uh, he worked, he's the A&R rep for, for We Are Trumpet, and he was like, dude, let's sit down a time and set a time where we can sit down and talk. And we're just like, okay. And uh, just kind of went through it. He's like, dude, I, I love, like, we want you on this. Like, we, we want to work with you guys, man. What do you guys think? And, like, whatever, we just talked it over sent us over the contract and looked it over and then we ended up just for the time, you know, that's was best for us at that moment. We signed with them. So that's crazy. And did you have that whole record finished at that point? Yeah, we had, yeah, we, we had a few songs that weren't, we had, I think we had the roll with the punches done and then we ended up, did we make a couple more of the, like, the acoustic ones and stuff after that? We made the acoustic yeah, one ready after to that. fall and, and then the dynamite. Yeah, one, yeah. Dynamite BTS one that was on their, their, uh, that wasn't on the uh, deluxe. No, that, that was, was just before there. we were like released as a We Are Trump. Yeah, we we did Ready to Fall, and then we did Anxiety Reimagined and Shipwrecked Reimagined, yeah. and that Empty Room song. I think that okay. Was yeah, like I mean, to to have that, you know, like I said earlier, like the validation, like getting that that quickly, that's pretty, you know, unheard of for a big for a label to come out and be like, not only like you put a song on, then it lands on these playlists, and then now you get a label interested kind of out the gate like that's pretty awesome yeah it was pretty cool we were we were definitely excited and when when they jump on board how does that change everything i guess when we knew then we just we had just learned about playlisting and stuff like that and then uh 
what we had to do is take our music down, get our like our codes for our streams and stuff, send it in, just pretty much transfer everything that we had uh, over to them. And then we released it. I think it took like, it was like eight months or something. It was a long time. It was a, it was a minute. It was, man. <laughs> no, cause we got, yeah, um, it was at least six months yeah, before, before we put our music back on the, uh, before we released as a signed, we are triumphant band. Okay. Yeah. And did they help you with this tour? Or did you guys have a, a booking agent prior to that? No, we actually have a management team that we work with out of California now. Oh, cool. Uh, they're super awesome on it. Like whatever we need, man, it's like done within a half hour and they have previous, you know, music background to working for another pretty big, a big label, one of them anyways. Um, and a lot of great connections. So they really went above and beyond to, to get all these tour dates and everything for us, man. We didn't even have to lift a finger. It was like them and another guy that, that is in a band that we're going to be touring with called just for tonight. Um, he's got a lot of touring experience and stuff and I think used to be on a pretty big label too. And so they knew all these different places that I had in mind and they went and scored all these guarantees and everything at the door. And they, they booked the whole tour for us, man. We didn't even have to do anything. Wow. That's insane. That's so rad. And so this, the, you, you just released a new song and is that part of a, a record or was it now are you just going to try to do more singles? So that one, I think we just did it as a single breakaway yeah. breakaway. We just, kind of did it as a single um this you know we just got done going down and, and uh recording an album with andrew wade and oh uh, cool so, so we're super excited to to get those songs out yeah because pretty pumped on those it's like the guy is a genius like you, you think you know how to write man and then you go to learn so much stuff from this man like who has he worked with before i don't i'm just sorry i don't I'm not so familiar he's, he's worked with a day to remember Nick, Nick, okay with confidence or not with confidence, oh, real friends yeah real friends oh wow for. okay so like yeah I mean, so everybody that's right okay <laughs> <laughs> where did you guys record at at a studio down in orlando oh, okay no, sure that makes sense yeah, yeah 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 okay way worse from there and uh, same with yeah, the data remember that makes sense too, actually i'm sorry way more goes to him too yep. yeah yeah that's what i that's that's rad i might um i'm buddies with cody and and it was he actually moved right down the road from me, which is wild of all places in the middle of Tennessee. Uh, but <laughs> but that's cool, yeah, yeah. Because I know he's from from there, from actually the same town that a data remembers from. So that's cool. Like, so you guys took a trip all the way down to to Florida to record the record. Yeah, yeah. We got back last week. Yeah, it's cool. We got to go down there and record our album. We hung out with like four hundred eight and some of the Magnolia Park boys. Um, man, we ran into Chris Camarada from Dashboard. Oh, cool. So, like, we hosted a demo night with him one of the nights we were down there at one of the bars. It was pretty fun. Oh, that's cool. That's, what, what, did you, what were you guys playing? Because I don't, I talked to um, Zach from uh, Man Overboard the other day, and he was showed me his playlist for emo night. And it's just funny because we we're just chatting about like what songs work and which won't. Because we're like, I'm like, how come a deep cut like from blah, blah, blah wouldn't work? And he's like, dude, <laughs> certain kids don't understand. <laughs> No, but man, uh <laughs> sweet we just played a list you just basically anybody or whatever we want to do just write down a song man whatever you wanted to hear and it got played you know so well, what are fun. your like go-to choices just because i'm curious i like broadside yeah broadside, oh, state broadside. Champs. Which one? neck deep state champs uh what broadside song oh coffee talk, coffee man, talk. yeah okay 
that whole first record's absolutely flawless. No skips on that album whatsoever. Sure. So good. Yeah. What would you say, Alex? You said story so far. Or, or, I didn't hear. Or like, you. like neck deep, yeah. Oh, yeah, neck deep. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Chance? Any any pop punk faves? Oh man, yeah, Pro- probably the same like what Alex was saying. State champs, story so far, it's pretty rad. Anything from from Under Soil and Dirt is usually my go-to. Yeah. Like I don't know, that whole album is so sick. Like I don't know. Sure, I sure. Pick favorite, but, but all of them. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. No, Whatever comes no, that's to cool. Like to drop. I mean, this. like I, I would think like uh, Coffee Talk from Broadside would be one that would not land. And, and but maybe I guess it depends on the crowd. And because it's a, it's a banger. It's a dope song. I love that song. But when I, but I guess I the the emo nights I'm thinking of were like the ones that because I'm from San Diego or like ones in San Diego. And I'm talking to this guys to work with. I'm like, how come? And I'd show him a list. Like this is the. And he's like, dude, half these nobody would care. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like these are the such great <laughs> records and he's like yeah but it's not like paramore you know misery business and yeah, i'm like yeah. okay so is that kind of the vibe or were you at you must have been no. at a cooler club Dude, like, <laughs> every, everybody there was like just putting in whatever they wanted to do they, they play it it, it was it cool man there was, a, there was a great mix of different songs man like i know i put in a, like a bunch of like stan atlantic stuff too that was yes yeah so yeah, yeah was, that's rad because that seems to me like something that like i said i had this list and i'm like this and this and then he's like dude like it's and not she, gonna be like you, you need to play like Papa Roach, you know, Last Resort. I'm like, that's yeah, not Papa yeah. or emo at all. Like, what world Coldest are you guys us, living on? Coldest gave us the emo social playlist on Spotify, man. They got like Duality by Slipknot. I mean, like, yeah. just, I mean, everything. Dude, Lucas, Lucas played Spirit Box. Like, that's yeah. It doesn't matter as long as it's like that whole alt vibe. I think it's just anything like that. It just it's it goes there. That's I know. That was sick, dude. It's just it's it's wild. It's it's so wild, and now you see this resurgence of pop punk. I mean, Avril Lavigne's putting records out, and like uh, Mod Sun is now putting a you know a, 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 like an emo album out, and like uh, Girlfriends, like just some of these bands that are coming out. It's pretty pretty wild. Machine Gun Kelly, I guess. Yeah, um, it's cool to kind of see that. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Barker's on everything ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. If if Kinda you cool. have if you. Yeah, I'm about it. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, if you have like any sort of hint of pop punk and there's a chance you could do something, he's going to jump on board. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, down the road. Right, right. It's funny. Um, well, dude, I'm, I'm so happy I was able to chat with you all. That's so cool that you're doing this big tour. Uh, yeah, like I said, you're doing Nashville. Um, I looked up the venue Bowie's. I've never been there. I'm new to the city. Um, and you're doing what, Chicago in the next day or two? Like, yeah, are you doing this? Yep. Okay, so the liars, the liars Club, yeah, yeah. Which I, there's a Liars Club in San Diego closed down. I'm I was trying to look to see if it was the same owner, but I don't think it was. Um, but so, are you doing those shows, headline shows, and then because yeah. it looks like you're um, the tour that you're doing with just for tonight, that date isn't on there. So I was just curious. Yeah. So, so this one here, like we, I think we just kind of booked this one, um, just kind of just to go down to Chicago and play it. Whatever. That's kind of where our biggest fan base is out of, according to like our numbers online and stuff. Oh, that's um, cool. So we just, we know this is kind of like our first tour. So we like, yeah, let's go rip this out, man. Let's go see how it goes. Let's do a short one first, you know, get us broken, ready to go for the big one, you know? So we, we did Chicago. That one wasn't on there just because we booked that before that, you know, this tour with chief state came out and then we're pretty bummed out, man. That like life happens, like, you know, as their van broke down and uh, they're going to be with us at the secret show still. So I guess that one's still going on and, and that's in Nebraska somewhere. Oh, Omaha. cool. Right. Omaha. Yep. Rad. So they'll be there, and I think calling all captains as well. 
cool. And then after that one, we just kind of kind of part ways because they have to give their RV back or something happened with that where it has to be back at a certain date. So, but yeah, you guys guys taking off. Like, how far is that from where you're at? Chicago Chicago? is your first. Yeah, is that your first date? Yeah. So that was about from Fargo. Was like eight hours or something? Nine hours from Fargo. Ten hours from where we're at now. Okay. So do you leave what tomorrow? Yeah, we're gonna be up tomorrow morning. Okay, and then you what? Head back home and then start off and and head to to Pennsylvania. we're going to go to Chicago. So, so basically this short one is like what, nine days long. Yeah. So this, this first tour is like nine days long. And then when we're done with that, we got five days off and then we start the U S suite. Wow. That's huge. And this yeah. is your first real tour that you guys have yeah. been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck, man. Congratulations. That's so cool. I appreciate Thank it, man. You. Thank you. Yeah. And you're playing the chain reaction, which is such a rad venue in, in Anaheim, yep. which is like yep. legendary. Have you ever been there? No, no. never even been to California. No. Oh, okay. So when you go to the chain reaction, um, I don't know if they still, I haven't been there in so long, but they used to have like a shirt from every band that has ever played there. Like, like, and so you go in and see like these shirts from, you know, these bands from, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. And it's like bizarre to kind of like see these, these artifacts hanging on the wall. So hopefully they still have that. (laughs) That'd be sick. We got some yeah. shirt. We got a shirt we can put on if they let us. Yeah, okay. pin it up there. I'm sure they would. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't, I don't know the. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the uh, criteria, but it's like if you play. I know there's a, a House of Blues in Anaheim. If you sell it out, they make you a skateboard deck. You have to oh, sell out the big sick. room, and then they make a skateboard deck of the of your band. That's so dope. Yeah. So. Well, again, thank you both, all, all, not both, but thank you all for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, I have one more question. I want to get an answer from all of you, if I can, if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Keep at it. Yeah. Don't ever stop, yeah. no matter how you get, no matter what happens in your life, man. Because you know you're going to be depressed not doing it. Like later on, man, it's like you can <clears throat> tell yourself you don't want to do it, but you're always going to find your way back. But don't ever give up, man. Like, always be on your toes like promoting doing shit getting your stuff out yeah there. hard work and keep hustling for sure you can reach any goal you want if you work hard enough yes. honestly that is so true i love it what about you chance yeah what they said also uh <laughs> don't, don't, no, ditto i do want to add uh just it's it's supposed to be fun man have fun with it you know don't stress yourself out but also learn to take some constructive criticism. Some people get so hung up on one song, but we have probably like, we just told you, we have like that one song that nobody will ever hear. We were so hung up on it for a while. dude. You'll have so many songs. Just, just try to make each one better than the last dude. Just have fun with it. That's all you're doing. 